All right, before we jump into the episode, I just wanna let you know that Online Beauty Empire is opening up on August 15th. So if you've been wanting to create an online course and you're just not sure where to start, or you feel overwhelmed with all the tech and everything that goes into it, or maybe you're just not sure how to get people actually excited to sign up for your course, whatever it is, Online Beauty Empire is what you need to get yourself to the next level so you can confidently launch that online course and know that it's gonna be a huge success. So if you're ready to launch your online course and take your business to the next level, jump over to onlinebeautyempire.com. You can jump on the wait list and you'll be first to know when Online Beauty Empire opens up because we only open it up a few times a year so you don't wanna miss out. So again, jump over to onlinebeautyempire.com and jump on the wait list and I'll see you inside. Welcome to the Beauty Brand Launchpad. I'm your host, Mark Kaiser, AKA Mr. Mags, and here we're diving deep with tangible tips, tricks, and mindsets to take your beauty business to the next level so you can stop trading your time for money and start building your future. Because I truly believe that once you've equipped yourself with the knowledge of what's possible for your beauty brand and the steps of how to get there, it's just a matter of finding the path that best aligns with you. So come join me as we go through this journey together and have this be the launchpad for the beauty business of your dreams. All right, welcome back to the Beauty Brand Launchpad podcast. This is episode 32. And today we're talking about something that I think is super important and often is overlooked and kind of almost misconstrued in a way is a is probably a good way to put it. And today we're talking about branding. And this is a really this is an important episode because building your brand is the greatest asset you can build. And we're gonna talk about why it's so important and how you can utilize and leverage your brand to take your business to new levels, new heights, and everything else like that. So when I say brand, what's the first thing that comes to mind? And I know for a lot of you, you probably start thinking of logos and color schemes and all these different aesthetic things that come to mind. But when I'm talking about a brand, I'm talking about something so much more than that because our brand is something so much more than just a logo and colors and everything else like that. Because a brand is really a feeling. A brand is the emotional connection that you get with a particular product or person or whatever else like that. And that's really what we're talking about is our personal brands. And more now than ever, our personal brands so important, especially if you want to take your business to the next level and you start want and you're starting to want to do trainings or apparel or product lines or anything else that's inside of the beauty industry, your personal brand needs to be the thing pushing behind it, right? No longer can we just, you know, act like we're Coca-Cola and hide behind our logo and some polar bears, right? Like more now than ever, people want to connect with you as a person and they want to support people that they like and they trust and that they have a deep connection with. And that's what your personal brand is all about. Like if you think about it, think about Kylie Jenner. Kylie Jenner built an amazing cosmetics business just off of her personal brand alone. Like she wouldn't have become one of the first women billionaires if she hadn't had built up this personal brand behind like what she did. And obviously I know this is an extreme example and you might be like, well, obviously it's Kylie Jenner. She's a celebrity, right? But that's really what we're working towards. You know, you think about your favorite movie actors, your your favorite brands in general, like they all, they, they're able to do whatever they want because they know their likeness and who they are will will take them to the moon, right? Like it's George Clooney, <laughs> who's an actor and has no business, you know, having a tequila company, went, in, went into the tequila business and it was a huge success. And I think he ended up selling it for a lot of money 
tons and tons of money just because he had built up his personal brand. And so I, I want you to be thinking of your personal brand in similar ways. Like your brand is you. This is your connection with everything that you do. And my wife, Maggie, she's a great example of this. You know, she's done a handful of different things while she's been inside the beauty industry. And the reason why she's been able to do this is that she's she set up herself as a brand. She shows up on social media. You see her face. You get to know her personality. You feel like there's a deep connection with who she is and what she's about and what she's for. And the more that you build that connection, the more likely people are going to want to buy things from you or work with you or whatever you're trying to achieve. Like the personal brand is probably more important than the product that you're selling, right? Like you could be selling the crappiest product, but people would love it because it's from someone that they they love and they look up to. And that's really what we're getting into with the 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 gist of this conversation for this podcast. And so I want to talk about what makes a good brand, right? Ultimately, you know, we hear branding, the term thrown around, you're like, you got to build your brand, you got to build your brand. But I feel like there's not a lot of tactical information that you can actually apply. And that's what I'm trying to hope, uh, hopefully do with this podcast is give you give you some things to chew on and in different ways that you can apply these these concepts and maybe some mindset shifts going into your brand and how you approach things uh, so you can be more successful, so you can attract more people and it makes it that much easier for you to go to the next level. Or if you are in that next level, you're trying to do that next level right now and you're not seeing the results that you're wanting, then there's probably a good case that your brand isn't where it needs to be and that's where your focus should be on is building that brand while you're trying to push these other products or whatever else that you're doing. So I want you to think about who are the people that you really look up to? Who are the people that you like enough that you decided to follow them on Instagram or TikTok or YouTube or whatever platforms that you use? What drew them to you? Was it something about their personality? Was it something about how they showed up and how they communicate? Is it how they dress? Is it the lifestyle that they live, right? A lot of the times we don't we don't think about these things because subconsciously we're analyzing and judging, and it, they're like split second micros, uh, microsecond decisions that we make about people and what we think about them, right? And that's what people are doing with our brand. And so a lot of times, when it comes to people that we look up to and follow, it's because they're doing something that we admire or we like their personality. They, we find them entertaining. You know, there's there's a lot of things that go into it. And so I want you to be thinking okay, what, what am I bringing to the marketplace? Like, why would someone want to follow me? And <laughs> I know this is kind of a hard question because if you're naturally not the most confident person, your first reaction might be, well, I don't know. I don't think there's any reason for people to follow me. <laughs> and so that's maybe something you should focus on as well as really focus on building up your confidence and showing up confidently so people do want to follow you. Because if you're not confident in who you are, what you have to offer, then it's going to be really hard for people to be like, yeah, I want to follow I want to follow her, you know? She's she's depressed. She seems like she's miserable. Let's give her a follow. You know, like that that's never the case, right? And so obviously there's there's baby steps to this. Like the more that you show up for your brand, the more confident you're going to be because you're more confident in front of the camera, right? Different things like that. But I want you to be thinking what value are you bringing to the marketplace? What what aspects are people really drawn to you by? Like, is it how you speak? Is it how you dress? Is it how you communicate how to do the particular thing that you do in the industry? You know, are you are you shown behind the scenes of your work in your workspace? Like, what what's drawing people to you? The reason why this is so important is because, like I was saying, on a subconscious level, we're 
we're processing things at rapid pace. You know, we're like constantly thinking, do I like this person? Do I not? But we're also thinking, does this person like, do they provide value? Like, are they giving me something that I want to come back for and I want to get more of, right? So one of the best things that you can do to be successful with your brand is to stop thinking about yourself and start thinking about your followers or your potential followers, right? You need to be thinking, what are they going to find valuable? Because we're selfish creatures naturally. We're naturally looking out for ourselves. We are number one in our books. Every single person is just looking out for themselves. And it's no different when it comes to social media. So they're constantly thinking, okay, what's this person doing for me, right? What are they doing for me? And so the more that you can put yourself in their shoes and you can kind of gauge whether or not something is impactful or it's entertaining or it's valuable, the better that the better and the easier it's going to be to get people to follow you, right? And that's ultimately the goal is to reach more people and hopefully attract the right people that they want to follow us and they like our message and they want to continue on with us along this journey. And so take a step back, think about those things, analyze how you're showing up and analyze and really be objective and ask yourself, is this something like, am I attracting people to actually want to follow me or am I repelling people with my content? Like, you need, you need to kind of just be self-aware of what's going on. And the other thing too is the, the more popular the beauty industry gets, you know, with the different services, when it's brows or nails or hair or lashes, the more popular it gets, the more people that are jumping on, which means more content, which means more accounts to follow. And so this is just a constant thing is that the more people that are coming in, the harder it's going to stand out from the crowd. So it really is important that your unique self, your unique way of seeing the world, your unique way of just showing up in general is really, really important because if you're just doing everything that everyone else is doing, you're going to get lost in the crowd and you're not really providing value for them because you're just like everyone else. So there's no incentive for them to be like, you know, what? I'm going to follow this person because I like the way they do things. People want people want new perspectives. They want uniqueness. They want something they haven't seen before. Or even just a, a slightly different perspective on things can be a game changer for people. So be thinking about how you can be a unique voice in your, your industry. And that might come back to the confidence thing. Because I can guarantee that you have opinions about things that go against what other people think. Or you might be approaching things in a way that most other people don't approach things but you keep it to yourself because you're worried about, are people gonna like this? Is this right? Is this wrong? What if people call me out and say that I'm doing it wrong, right? Like there's all these things that uh, we're, we're stopping ourselves from doing because we wanna be accepted. But I'm here to tell you that looking for acceptance by doing what everyone else is doing and what's safe isn't gonna get you the results you're looking for. It may seem counterintuitive to you, but and I know I was talking about like doing the things that your audience likes, but more important than that, it's, it's getting your audience to think differently and not just following the status quo just because you want to fit in. Like if you truly believe that something should be done one way and you don't like how everyone else is doing it, then I would speak up and I would talk about it and I would present your case as to why the way that things are going right now, the way the normal status quo is actually hurting people in the long run, right? Like that polarizing content is gonna attract people way more than you just, you know, standing and just reiterating the same things that other people are saying. So really what I'm getting to is don't be afraid to be yourself, you know? Because ultimately, if you're worried about what other people are thinking, like 
they really don't care. Like maybe they'll get mad for half a second and be like, oh, this person's dumb and maybe they'll leave you a, a mean comment, but they're on to the next thing, like immediately onto the next thing. They just scroll to the next thing and they've completely forgotten about you. So like, it really doesn't matter in the long run. And like, if you're getting people who are trolling you, I guess is the best way to put it. Like if you're getting trolls, then you're probably doing something right. Like as weird as that sounds, you're doing something right because you're, you're becoming a unique voice in the marketplace. And so really just don't, don't be vanilla. That's really what it comes down to. Don't be vanilla because vanilla is boring. Even though I like vanilla ice cream, I think it's great. Like it's still not going to get people excited, right? When they see vanilla ice cream, they're like, oh, okay, yeah, it's vanilla ice cream. That's kind of in everything. But if you come out of completely left filled with a new flavor and all these different things, and it's different and exciting, then people are going to take notice. I want to talk about how I use social media and what I focus on in social media and what I use to gauge whether or not I'm being successful with my social media. So first of all, I just see social media as a platform to connect. Like for me, Instagram is the main hub that I post most of my content on. And I'm really just seeing it as a way for them to connect with me on a deeper level, for them to get an idea more of what my personality is like and what values I have and what things I like and I don't like and what gets me excited. You know, maybe show a little bit of my dogs and my relationship with my wife, right? Just all these different things for them to connect on a deeper level where they might not get that opportunity just inside my courses or even just inside this podcast, right? Like I'm trying to show a more three-dimensional three-dimensional version of myself so people can connect with me better, right? Because the more that people connect with you and they like you and they trust you, the more they, they want to support you, like I said at the first of this episode. So first and foremost, it's all about connection. And the other thing that I want to kind of flip on it, Ted, is that we need to shift, we need to shift what success looks like on social media because we've been trained just be from all the influencers that flooded the market with social media, we've been trained to think that the amount of followers is the ultimate goal. Like if we have X amount of followers, then we're successful. And the more followers we have, the more successful we are. But I wanna, I wanna challenge that. And I wanna challenge that thought because one, not all followers are created equal. And, and to kind of piggyback off that is that a lot of these followers are fake. They're bots or they're you know, manufacturers. I'm sure if you're in the lash industry, um, you've, you've come up with this, right? You know, it's these, these Chinese manufacturers trying to sell you on different products and whatever else. Right. And so not all followers are created equal. And so that should be your last metric as far as, am I doing what I'm supposed to? Am I providing value? Right? Because I want you to have more of a mindset of, of quality over quantity, the more quality of followers that you have, the better your experience is going to be. The more that they're going to engage with your stuff, the more that they're, they're more likely to share your information and they're more likely to buy from you, right? Like what's the point of having all these followers if they're not willing to support you and pull out their credit cards or share your information, right? Like if they're just liking your photos, what does that do for your business? It doesn't put any money in your pocket. Like, yeah, it may feel good. You're like, oh, people like me but that's kind of hard to pay the bills, right? You can't just go to the bank and be like, hey, I've got 3,000 likes on my photo. I would like to get some dollars, please. <laughs> like that's just not how it works, right? And so we need to shift our, our focus and what we deem as successful because those are just vanity metrics. That's just something that we can 
you know, from an outsider's perspective, they're like, oh, so-and-so has 50,000 followers. They have a hundred thousand followers. Like, yeah, it looks good from the outside, but it has no, no value to it. You know, it's like going to McDonald's and saying that you're getting all these nutrients when we both know that it's just made out of cardboard. <laughs> There's no nutritional value at all. Like, yeah, it tastes good going down, but you're going to be hungry an hour later because there's nothing but crap in it. And that's kind of how it is with these big social media followings. And so instead of focusing on followers, let's shift our focus on one, creating connection. And the best way to make sure that we are creating connection and seeing that we're making progress and tracking our results is by focusing not on the likes and the comments, but I always focus on how many shares did this post get? And how many saves did this post get? Because if you're getting shares, that means that someone found value in what you're posting, whether they thought it was funny or they thought it was informative or it was inspiring or whatever else. They took time out of their schedule, out of their busy day to take a few extra steps and share this with, you know, whether it was their followings or a close friend. The fact that they took the time out of their day to do that shows that you're providing value and you're building that connection. And same with saves, you know, someone's like, oh, that was really inspiring or that was really funny. I'm going to save that for later because I want to come back to that where I can dive into this a little bit more. Or maybe, you know, maybe I'm going to need this when I need a reminder when I'm feeling down on myself. So likes and comments. Yeah, they're great. You know, they're, they're a good surface level indicator of something being popular or being valuable. But we need to go a, deep, a level deeper and we need to focus on shares and saves. And the last thing I want to focus on might be a little controversial and it might kind of flip the script on how you're approaching your business, especially right now, because Instagram is heavily valuing people who are creating reels and they're heavily valuing really kind of what I would call low value entertainment. They're looking just for like the seven second reels that get a quick laugh and, you know, they'll share it to a bunch of people. But unfortunately, the more, if you just focus just on those funny reels, you're not incentivizing people to follow you. You're not incentivizing people to come back for more because those they're just low value, right? Like it may be funny in the moment, but if you ask them what they watched from you an hour later, they probably couldn't even tell you what they were laughing at because they moved on to the next thing. And it's just like, we're just getting stimulated. We're getting all these inputs and it's just, we're sucked into the flashing lights, the fast movements and the sound effects and whatever else, right? Like reels, those funny reels are about as low value as you can get. And so I'm not saying to completely avoid those because at the same time you have to play the game. Like if Instagram is valuing these things and they're rewarding people who, who create these types of content, then you kind of have to play to Instagram's game. That's just kind of how it works, right? And so what I'm doing and what I th would suggest for you is finding a really good balance. You know, f do those funny reels that it's gonna expand your reach and you're gonna get more and more people to see your content, but also back it up with plenty of valuable content on the back end. So if someone does come to your profile after seeing a funny reel, they're like, oh, this post actually was really good. Like I actually learned something from this or like I really like this person. Like it, it had a completely different mindset uh, perspective for me. Like that's the way I'm approaching it. So yes, I'm utilizing as much leverage as I can so I can reach as many people, but I'm trying to give as much actual tangible value to the content that I'm creating. Because if you're just surface level, 
people are past that. There's plenty of surface level that they can get anywhere else on Instagram. So let's go a level deeper. Let's give them something more so they want to continue following you and, and engaging with your content. And so you don't get lost in the crowd. Like ultimately that's what this comes down to is standing out from the crowd. The more that you can successfully stand out from the crowd, the more successful you're going to be, your brand's going to be, and the greater the asset's going to be, the more valuable that asset's going to be. And so that's that's my advice. If you're going to be approaching Instagram and you want to grow, yes, focus on those funny reels with the funny audio, whatever else, but make sure it's tying back into your core message as well. For me, my whole business is built around teaching other beauty professionals on how to create online courses. So if I'm doing a funny reel, the messaging is still tied to maybe the pains of creating an online course or wondering why you're not successful after launching your course and it's only been 24 hours. Like, yeah, do those funny things and use those sounds that are popular, but have it still contained within your core message. And that's another thing when it comes to branding is be known for something, be a specialist in something. The more that you specialize in something, the stronger your brand is going to be and the easier it's going to be for you to stand out. So if you can keep everything to one core message and have that core message be what you specialize in, then you're golden. And then you just keep you just keep creating that content around that core message. And I know it's going to feel like, man, I'm just repeating the same things over and over again because there's only so, so many ways that you can talk about creating online courses and everything that goes into that. Like I, I totally understand and you're probably having that thought process, but to, to kind of fight back on that, you know, just because you've said it a thousand times and it's really, you know, deeply ingrained in your brain doesn't mean that it is for your followers or maybe they haven't, you know, been following you this entire time and they're new to you and what you teach. And by you saying that thing on that particular day, you know, got them down that path to want to make them want to follow you and do things differently. Right. And also people need reminders. You know, it's the brain is built off of repetition. Like we can just because we heard things once doesn't mean it's going to stick. So the more that we say it and the more that we come at it at different angles and maybe we add some humor or maybe we add a great story to connect with the the thought or the message that we're trying to get across, the better that it's going to stick in their brains and the more that they're going to remember it. And so if they're, they're dealing with those problems or they're trying to achieve the things that you're talking about, they can go back to those stories. They can go back to those funny moments or metaphors or whatever else, and they can really find some value in it and be like, okay, like Mark's talked about this before. I know what to do in this situation. Like I'm not alone in this situation if I'm feeling all these fears and doubts, right? Like there's, there's, definitely some benefits when it comes to repetition, because again, that's just how the brain works. So don't be afraid to repeat yourself. I know a lot of people feel like they have to keep reinventing the wheel every time they come up with a new post and whatever else, but I'm here to tell you, like you, you don't have to, you can keep using the same core message and just find different ways to approach it. And I promise you're going to be successful and people are going to be attracted to you. And while this method of you know, doing a funny reel and then backing up with value, you know, adding some more value and then doing another reel, another funny reel. This may not be the fastest way for growth. It's not like you're going to have a huge explosion of growth, but what you will have is that steady climb. And that steady climb is going to get you quality followers. And it's not just going to be the randoms that are never going to buy from you. Right? So Skip the, the short-term gratification, the instant gratification, and look for the long-term results, right? If you want to be doing this 
two, three, five years down the road, this is the approach that you need to take. This is you slowly, incrementally making progress. It's those 1% progress points. Like that's what really builds a solid foundation. And that's what builds a really solid brand. And if, because the people that grow super fast and they have all this virality and people excited about them, a lot of times they're a one hit wonder and they'll just kind of fade off into the distance because something new is going to pop up that's going to grab people's attention. But if you're slowly building that core group of people, those diehard fans, it's just going to, it's going to eventually get you past all those people and it's going to be sustainable and it, you can just keep building it higher and higher and higher while people are fighting for that next viral thing to take off. So that's, that's my goal for you. That's my challenge for you is switch the metrics, switch the, the, the goal, you know, and not just focus on followers and focus on quality, go for quality, look for shares, look for likes and stop thinking of brands as just colors and logos. Your brand, your personal brand is all about you and you want to create as much connection as you can. Like that's the ultimate goal. The better that you do that, the the, the more successful your business is going to be in the long term. This is even for if you're looking to build your clientele still. This is going to help you out. And then it's going to help you out with the next thing. And then the next thing. And the next thing. And the amazing thing about this is because you built this personal brand, it doesn't necessarily have to be tied to what you do in the beauty industry. If you want to go out and do something completely different, you can. Because people have connected with you personally. Right? Like that's the beauty of this. It's not just because you're amazing at this one skill. It's because they like you. And so that's why having a personal brand is so powerful. And so that's my thoughts for this episode. This was kind of a shorter episode and might have been a little chopping all over the place. But hopefully you got something good out of this because this is really important. And this is absolutely crucial for you to be successful in your your beauty business and taking it to the next level. You have to have a solid brand and you have to have something that people are excited about that's unique and that stands out from the crowd. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, feel free to take a screenshot, share it with your followers and tag me in it. Uh, That way we can get this message out to more people and I would really appreciate it. And if you really, 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 really liked it, It'd be awesome if you took just a split second to jump on Apple Podcasts, leave a review, because the more reviews we get, the better it's going to do for other people to find the podcast and we can share this message. So with that being said, thank you so much, and I'll catch you in the next episode. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Beauty Brand Launchpad podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, feel free to take a screenshot and share and tag me in your Instagram stories. And make sure you subscribe and leave a review. Every like, review, and share helps spread the Beauty Brand Launchpad message and is greatly appreciated. Thank you so much, and I'll see you on the next episode.